Stephanie, thank you so much for joining me. You can find the Mocha Minutes podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, TuneIn, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Find us on any of those platforms or wherever else you catch a podcast. Also still soliciting for ratings and reviews. If you would be so inclined, please leave us some five stars. Leave us some reviews. Would greatly appreciate it. Also, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Mocha Minutes on all three of those platforms. If you want to shoot me an email, give me some feedback. Other than on those three places, you can email me at mochaminutes at gmail.com. podcast for this week just to give you guys a heads up this week I am doing an interview and I am interviewing somebody that you probably have seen briefly on the Twitterverse a man by the name of Anthony aka flow 349 I'll tell you during the interview I said 549 at first until he corrected me and I'm glad he did <laughs> um Flow 349, if you know the hashtag Stand With Jennifer, he is the young man, and I'm saying young man because he's younger than me, but he's a grown man, <laughs> who stood uh, watch outside of Jennifer's home in Long Island from sun down to sun up every day for 90 whole days until she finally got justice. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, Jennifer is a... Um, a nurse who's a single mother. She had moved to, she bought a home in Long Island um, for her and her daughter. She wanted to make a better life. And then her white neighbors started harassing her. They had been doing it for, this is 2020, three years. Um, she had tried to call the police. They could not do anything or did, did not do anything. Cause a lot of times when it comes to the law, uh, they can't do anything until there's some tangible evidence, meaning they, this, her neighbors had to harm her. So they were harassing her. They were throwing animal and human feces. They were throwing um, animal remains. Um, they were spitting on her property. I think some of them flashed guns at her. They flipped her a bird because she had cameras around her house. They did it for a few years. She then resorted because she felt like she had no choice to. She had to put up a sign on her front door saying, my neighbors were harassing me so if something happens to me they did it and she detailed her harassment it was put out on social media it went viral uh 
Anthony lived maybe 15 minutes, if that, away from her. And he said, no, something has to be done. So he decided um, to stand watch because she was afraid. And he did it out of the kindness of his own heart. And I'm so glad that he joined me for an interview. I'm so glad to have him on the show. Um, so I just wanted to give you guys that tidbit as you are listening. Uh, before we get into the interview, just wanted to share with you a little bit about what's going on in Nigeria and things change by the day when it comes to the travesty and the just, just the out and out cruelty that's going on in Nigeria right now with the people of Nigeria. So if you've seen the hashtags, you will see um, hashtag end SARS or hashtag end SARS now. You probably have seen that. So you're probably wondering, like I was when I saw it, because to me, SARS was a um, disease a long time ago um, or a virus. But seeing the acronym SARS, S-A-R-S, SARS stands for the Special Anti-Robbery Squad. It was assembled in 1992 after um, armed robbery became rampant as most army and police resources were being utilized to find the person who murdered a Nigerian army colonel at a Lagos uh, checkpoint. Um, since its inception, SARS has abused its use of power by unlawfully arresting, harassing, kidnapping, detaining, murdering, raping, extorting, and stealing money from the same citizens they are meant to protect. Samuel Otigbo told CNN he was stopped and harassed by SARS for not giving the officer a bribe. A bribe. The SARS officer told him, you know, if I shoot you, nothing will happen. The highest anyone will do is cry justice on Twitter. Um, activists in Nigeria and um, Nigerian Americans have been asking for um, change for years because SARS is police brutality in the in a way that right now Americans, black Americans would not stand for. Um, there We have had a lot of protests. We have a lot of protesting. This is going on along with everything that's going on in our country right now. Um, there have been daily and SARS protests taking place. And you're, if you are, if you do the hashtag on Twitter, you're going to see, um, videos. You're going to see videos of people being beaten. There have been stories of people who are first responders trying to get, um, aid to protesters and they are being, um, held at the gate. So then people are basically dying because they can't get the help, uh, I think in the last couple of days, there was a video showing um, protesters broke into a warehouse full of food that the government was withholding from their citizens. This is real life. This really is happening. You would think a lot of the cruelty that's coming out, um, it seems like a movie. It seems like a Hollywood notion. And this, this is their real life. Um, let's see. The Nigerian police force announced that SARS has been dissolved in response to the yearnings of the Nigerian people. Mind you, I said it was formed in 19, in the 1990s. So, um, this announcement does not mean the fight against police brutality in Nigeria is over. Um, they're still providing pressure, but, um, 
I wanted to share this because I want to tell everybody how we can help. The first is amplifying. Any story that you see about um, ending SARS, retweet it. Share it on your Facebook. Put it in your Instagram. Put it in your, on your Instagram feed. Put it in your Instagram story. Use the hashtag. Hashtag, um, you can use SARS. Hashtag, end SARS now. Hashtag, end SARS. There are a lot of different there are a lot of different hashtags that are out there that you can use. The other is you can um, donate. Some um, places to donate are Flutterware, Feminist Coalition, Gatefield Impact. Um, they all have funds that are set up to support the victims and also the protesters. Educate yourself. It's it's It was something that I think because everything going on in our country, we kind of just kind of siloed because basically outside is closed. Uh, but yeah, follow a lot of people who have been speaking about this. Uh, follow Nigerian Americans because they're definitely speaking about this. Follow Nigerian act, uh, activists. A lot of them are getting retweeted onto a lot of timelines because uh, your the people you follow and the people who follow you they're, they're trying to get the word out because this needs to, this needs to be said. This needs to be done. Uh, just because of the announcement that they are dissolving SARS does not mean the fight is over. So please um, do what you can to support the protesters that are there on the ground. Um, there have been protests at different embassies. And I think the Nigerian embassy had a protest uh, because they're trying to get change. It's like, Protest is the voice of those who have been unheard. Um, so we have to do everything that we can. The um, information that I read from is from an Instagram that I um, found. Her name is Kaya Adul. She had posted the um, information about uh, about SARS. So her IG handle is K-Y-Y-A-H. A-B-D-U-L, her name, Kaya Abdul. So definitely, um, if you want to find someone like that, she put this out. She also put something else out. It is dated October 20th, and it's the Nigerian genocide, because that's literally what's going on. Um, so I will read that, that she posted as well a couple of days ago. Well, by the time you hear it, it'll be um, a f- about a week after, because this is going up um a little bit after I found this, but I will tell you this is her latest so far. Um, <clears throat> Today, the executive governor of Lagos State, Babahide Sanwo Olu, issued a 24-hour curfew in order to prevent citizens from exercising their constitutional right to protest against police brutality. Yeah, that's how curfews work. Sanwo Olu ordered army officials to ex- execute this order. This only resulted in police violently shooting at peaceful protesters at the Lekki toll gate. So far, seven people have been confirmed dead. As Nigerian youth attempt to find safety, President Mo- Mohamedou Buhari and company remain complicit during this genocide. This has resulted in many demanding Buhari step down or be impeached. They are now um, calling for the impeachment of the president. His name is Mohamed Mahumadu Bahari. Um, in addition to President Bahari, youth are demanding Vice President Yemi Osimbaho and pol- politician slash billionaire Bolu Tanubu be brought to justice. 
Tinubu is also known as the grand, the grand oppressor of Lagos State. He owns the Lucky Toll Gate, among other things. Nigerian youth are continuing to fight for their rights and challenge an archaic governmental society that does not does nothing for its citizens. Swipe left to see how you can help as Nigeria bleeds and pleads for change. Nigeria is bleeding and they need um, our help. So the first thing is contact the press. If you have the ability to contact CNN, BBC, um, and you have uh, photos and videos of the um, injustice and the genocide that's happening in Nigeria, send it to them. Um, I am someone who has, I am someone who I've kind of walked back putting um, black trauma on my timeline. I am doing a memorandum on that. And so um, they, Nigeria is asking for us to amplify. While the videos and images may be graphic, people need to see what is happening. Um, please keep sharing. I, I know it is a lot to see the trauma. I know it is, it's a lot because it's a lot for me and it's a lot for a lot of people. Um, please keep sharing it because the more that people see that this is not okay, we can help as much as much as we can. Um, and if you want to donate, please go to feministcoalition2020.com. Um, they are taking donations in Bitcoin. Um, I'm going to keep looking to see if there are other places um, to donate if they're not using Bitcoin. I think a lot of them are using Bitcoin just, just basically because um, I think that currency moves a little bit differently from U.S. dollars to whatever form of um, currency they have in Nigeria. It may still be dollars. It may be something else. Um, so other uh, hashtags. Hashtag, of course, end SARS now. The other is hashtag impeach Buhari. So you're going to see a lot of those hashtags. I just wanted to bring that up before um, the interview, mostly because it's, it's important that we share these. It's important that we bring this out. It's important that um, we share this information. Uh, I think that's <laughs> uh, who I want to give my roses to this week is definitely the every Nigerian activist that is making sure that we know what is going on. They're not being silent. SARS has been around for since the 1990s, I think. And that is by design that we weren't very well made aware of a lot of things. It's like you probably had to be in those circles to actually know. So <laughs> just wanted to bring that up. My uh, definitely my thoughts, my prayers, my good. I don't even know what to say that, because what's happening in Nigeria is just cruel. And it's just. It's something that I can't believe that this is going on. This has been going on at the same time of what's going on in our country right now. That is something that I just, whew, man, I just, mm, it's, it, it's a lot, just, it's a lot to see, but I'm only seeing it from hundreds of miles away. It is traumatic to everyone who is living in Nigeria. So me being just shook at a video is inconsequential to someone who is actually living it. Um, I think that's all that I have. Um, 
by the time you're hearing this, early voting should be in full swing for a lot of states. Go ahead and get out there to early vote. Go ahead and send your ballot, drop off your ballot to your ballot box. Um, if you are going on um, election day to vote, good on you. It's like whatever, whatever plan that you have for voting, it is your plan. And I think it's a good plan um, because it has to be something that you feel like you can do. So do what you need to do. Everybody be please be kind to yourself. Um, and without further ado, here is my interview with Anthony, a.k.a. Flow 349. <laughs> Enjoy, because I surely did. Hello, welcome back to the Mocha Minutes podcast. This is Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me. Welcome back to the show. Again, I'm taking a little bit of a pause from talking about current events. I know you all have seen it. We're all on Twitter. We all follow the hashtags. Um, but I wanted to take a pause because... I'll be quite frank, during this quarantine, Black people don't get a lot of happiness in this world. We don't get to celebrate people. So when I hear a genuinely just good story, I feel like it should be shared. And so if you are like me and you are active on a spicy bird, you may have heard of a seen a hashtag called hashtag stand with Jennifer, and you may have seen the Twitter handle flow549. You saw the you saw the flag. The marathon is definitely continuing. Three three forty nine. Three forty nine. I'm sorry. It's all right. <laughs> I was like I, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry about that. Flow three forty nine. There you go. So that voice you hear is Flo349, a.k.a. Anthony, and I asked him to come here because I would love to talk to him. Anthony, I don't... First, how are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm scratching and surviving. Three times. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord, please. <laughs> don't, don't sing the song and nobody don't know the words. They're like, wait, that's the words to the song? I had no idea. <laughs> This song just makes me sad. I'm like, girl, right? I don't even like the show. <laughs> so can I just say that I really wish we had a men as in heavy rotation as we have good times? Because I, I miss amen. Amen was amen was good. Uh, I, amen I was it. good. It's like I miss it. I'm like, why are we not watching? Why is this not in rotation? I don't know. But <sighs> Anthony. <sighs> I have to tell you, I'm a very proud black woman. And there have been a lot of stories that have just pained me. Mm -hmm. And one of the stories was a story of the woman from Long Island named Jennifer, a young woman who moved to a neighborhood, a few months pregnant, wanted something better for herself. Because that's one thing that our our parents and our relatives put into us and like want something better for yourself. Not that yourself was like whatever you had is terrible, but more like you that's something that I've noticed in black people. It's like our next generation, we always want something's better. So she bought a home. And then she moved into a neighborhood and people were harassing her for years. This didn't just happen during quarantine because everybody like outside was closed. This has been going on for years. Yep. And so then with the power of social media, she let people know, like, um, hey, something happens to me. This is who did it. And they were like, wait, wait, what the hell is going on? What is happening? Why is she being harassed? 
And a lot of times when you see these stories, they're from far away. Mm. Breonna Taylor is far. Toyin was far. <laughs> it's like, th these things are like on the other side of the world, but when it's so close that you're like, I can drive there. It takes a very big person to go, yeah, I'm going to do something about this because that doesn't sit right with me. So one first, That's I want to say to you, I appreciate the example that you are giving for black men. Literally doing something out of your heart, not expecting anything. Because I would tell you, I'm a 39 year old black woman. And for a lot of black women my age and maybe a little bit older and maybe a little bit younger, because of how our society is set up and how our community is set up, we are told that if, if, if a man is outside of your purview of being a relative, if they do something nice for you, they want something out of you. So they're like, don't be nice to men because they're gonna use, they're gonna use it against you. And so to see that example of a man going, yeah, I don't want nothing. I just want to fix this because this is whack as shit to me. I appreciate your example. So I wanted to say that. I feel like I'm like, I'm pumping your head up. You're like, what? I'm like, y'all should see yeah. his face. He's just sitting there like, this thing, I, I should be doing it. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at this. No, it's fine. No, I, I totally I really get it. When, and that's what I tell people. That's the difference between... Um, a nice person and a kind person. Nice people don't have to tell you that they're nice. Most nice people don't tell you. Mm. They just are nice. And it's like yeah. their actions lead. They don't tell you. Like, I'm a nice person. I'm like, nice people don't tell you that. <laughs> they don't. Like the they, good guys. Right. They don't tell you. I'm a good guy. I'm like, most good guys don't have to tell me that. But exactly. as a single woman, I've heard, like, I'm a good guy. I have a job. I have a house. I have a car. I'm like, sir, you are, I'm like, I'm sorry. I have all of that. Does that make me a good guy? No, it does not. It just makes you employed like I am. Just a grown man. <laughs> <laughs> makes you a grown man. <laughs> that's like, it. I'm like, the bar is on the floor, but that's a whole nother thing for another day. So, yeah. <sighs> Before we get into this interview, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Uh, like you said, my name is Anthony. I go by Flow, uh, the 349 on all my, my social media handles. That is dedicated to my grandmother who died March 4th, 2009. Hmm. But, uh, my rap name is Flow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I try to have a meaning for everything. It wasn't just like random I like numbers. That. But yeah, but I, I go by Flow. I got a tattoo as well. Same thing. Just, I just kind of, people who impact my life, I like to keep uh, reminding myself of them. Mm. So, yeah, I'm just a guy out of Queens, New York, 30. I like making music. I like having fun. I like doing everything that people my age would usually do. Mm -hmm. uh, but I just don't like sitting on my ass. So when I see certain things, I try to make it an emphasis to actually do something. Yeah. Yeah. So, when you saw the story, because I think it's different when you're closer. I'm like, what was your first thought when you heard about this story? When that sign went up, to me, that should have that was the bat signal. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, you know where to go, you know what's going on, get your ass over there. Like that was the first thing I thought about. Mm -hmm. Okay, because I think I was listening to another podcast you were on this week where. Mm -hmm. um, you had told friends and they like you were like i'm thinking but they had left and went and was like taking pictures you're like yo yeah. wait wait stop i'm like 
it was interesting to hear the two different hosts hear two different things at the same time because I heard what the host said. Yeah, somebody could have went to her house and harmed her because we're under this impression that Black Twitter is this bubble that racist white people don't go no, into. We don't see. <laughs> it's like we're not protected. We're not in a bubble. It's like no, no, you know no. Why? It's because we don't we don't go into their side of Twitter, so we right. just assume the same. I don't know what's going on in white Twitter. I don't know what Brad Pitt is doing. Like it's just. It's just their way. So we kind of have this bubble of like, these are black topics, these are black issues, and we mm-hmm. make these things go viral and expect that no one else sees them. Like, yeah. no, this has millions of tweets about this. People know. Yeah. You ever check face Facebook will tell you that people know. That's where you need to go. That's where all the let's burn this Anthony guy, let's die, nigga, die thing. That's where that conversation was at. Correct. They knew better to have it on Twitter. Right. So, because when people hide behind the Facebook groups, they make them private, they make them mm-hmm. super secret. And so they're yep. like, the only way that you would find out about it is suddenly like in the group going, so I'm going to dime these people out because yeah. I don't want you associating me with them. Yeah. So super weird to me. I was like, oh my gosh, I just, it just hits a different way when you're going like, okay, so she's been dealing with this for years. I can't even mm-hmm. imagine like the mental trauma that she's going through and she still has to be a nurse you still have to be a first responder and you still and have to mom, be a mother yeah. it's like you're doing you're still doing all this because yeah. you know life don't stop because your neighbors are assholes so when you <laughs> right it's like that don't stop i still gotta go to work i still gotta hit this vpn and get some work done i'm like i still gotta do payroll i'm like i don't i don't get no break on this so i get paid right it's like please hit that direct deposit i don't Okay, nope. I'm not going to talk about payroll right now because I'm somebody who Mine's dropping at 2 a.m. <laughs> You'd be like, click. I'm two, like, where's my little notification? 2.14. <laughs> so once you heard the story, how... I know you went down... So funny, down in the DMs. Um, <laughs> but were you nervous to reach out to her? No, not at all. I didn't even think she had a, a way to be reached. I just mm-hmm. put it out there. I, I don't care if I had to drive around Valley Stream. I was going to find ourselves. I just put it out there. I said, hey, I'm, I said, I'm going to have this person's name, address, and phone number in the next hour. Mm-hmm. Had it in 45 minutes. Because the uh, mm-hmm. actually one of the, the one of the neighbors had reached out and said, hey, she just made a page, a Twitter page. So mm-hmm. I followed her. I DM'd her. And then I got her number. And we just been talking ever since. And I was like, hey, I'll, I'll come out tomorrow. And she was weary. But then when people started to figure out where the house was, like I said, they were sending mm-hmm. pictures of them in front of the house. Mm-hmm. Because it actually, on Facebook, somebody had posted the address. But they like, posted her they address on Facebook? Negative. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was taken down. But somebody was like, hey, I know a lot of people were trying to figure out how we can help this woman. Well, she lives here. I mean, mm-hmm. pretty dumb strategy, if you ask me. But that goes back to Black Twitter and Black Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so I was <laughs> like, people are finding out this indirectly through me. So mm-hmm. I need to be out there right now. I left on my lunch break. My lunch break is 45 minutes to an hour if I feel like coming late. Mm-hmm. And I spent four hours on my lunch break just at her house. <laughs> and I was like, I'll deal with the consequences later. Mm-hmm. Like, luckily, nobody found out. <laughs> and I came back, clocked. I came back, I clocked out, and I went right back to the house. 
Somebody was like, yo, you left for four hours, came back for 10 minutes, clocked out, and then left. I said, yeah, that's like, exactly what I did. Like, I mean, nobody didn't see. It's like, whoo, like nobody didn't see me. I'm a supervisor. I'm a supervisor. So on the weekends, mm. I'm like, there's no one over me on the weekends. So it was just like, what are you going to tell me? Like, I know I wasn't here. <laughs> Excuse me. This is my weekend of work. What you going to do? What you going to do? Like, what's going to happen? Yeah. So from where you were, because how far is it from Valley View to where from where you are? I see. I live in St. Albans. She lives in Valley Stream. That's about 15 minutes. 10 if there's no oh, traffic. Oh, wow. Seven if you're speeding. So, <laughs> so seven minutes. I'm, I'm playing. <laughs> Yeah, about eight. <laughs> about eight. So, wow, you are close. I, yeah, I can. So, yeah, knowing distance, because I'm someone who thinks about distance, I'm like, yeah, that's not that, that's not that far away. So it's like, yeah, I can see why you're like, yeah, no, that's way too close for me not to be doing something. Yeah, it's not even a highway. Wow. Yeah, okay. Like, no, no... <laughs> okay. I'm like. Well, not even a highway. That that is wow. Oh my gosh. You could take a highway, but me point don't need to. It's right there. Wow. Yeah, you really don't need to. No. So <laughs> I don't blame you. It was like I like highway driving, but not really. So how did the how did your thought process start by doing the overnight watches? Or what compelled you to do it actually? Because uh, I'm naive and stupid at times, and I saw a hashtag that said stand with Jennifer. I said, all right, when nigga stand in that? That was really my thought process because, like, I don't do hashtags. Like, I don't, mm, I get okay. the internet, I get the internet, but I'm still an in person person, mm-hmm. right? So when I seen it, I'm just like, I'm used to seeing justice for Jennifer or march with or whatever, but the word stand with it, it stood out mm-hmm. so much to me. And I was like, if this person is saying that she's having issues at her house, and y'all making a, a, a hashtag saying stand, you must want me to stand in front of her house. <laughs> to, my, to my surprise, to my surprise, I was the only one who interpreted it that way. And I was the only one there. Just standing. <laughs> standing around like... You're like, where am I at? Am I, am I, I early to the party? <laughs> I don't know. I, hey, I, I got the memo by around 4 a.m. and I was still the only one standing there. So oh, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, oh, this was a hashtag. Okay. This is a pound sign. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be funny, but it's, you're like, I thought we were standing out here. Where is everyone? Am, am, am I too I thought, literal for this? I'm too literal. Okay. I'm got it. I'm not, I'm, not a figurative, I'm not a figurative person. I'm not symbolic. I'm not metaphoric. I'm like, Oh, yes, I stand. Man, I'm going to stand. I'm like, I... I got my chair. <laughs> I was like, all right, because literally no one's standing out here, so I might as well bring my chair. Nobody's going to judge me. Ain't nobody here. Right. So, <laughs> nobody's going to judge me. Like, what y'all going to do? Come talk about me in my face? None of y'all yeah. are here. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so what made you... Because I, I think the first photo that I saw of you... Now that I got your actual Twitter handle right, 349, I'm not going to forget it. I feel like Taria's going to be listening like, girl, I'm not going to forget it either. Flow 349. <laughs> uh, what made you decide, and I don't know, because for me it's signaled safety, but what made you decide to do IG Lives while you were doing your watch? 
Yeah, uh, safety because a lot of people who a lot of my friends who couldn't be there might mm-hmm. have like an overnight job, mm-hmm. or whatever. It was like, well, I need a way to watch you. Like we, somebody needs to be able to watch you watching her mm-hmm. because you know these white people is crazy. And that's what I was like, all right. So, and also it was to let you know what I wasn't doing. Mm. So, if I was sitting out there, this story is viral at this point. If mm. that house goes up in flames, the, the neighbor's house, if I'm showing you where I'm at and what I'm doing, you can't blame me. Like, I'd probably laugh, but you know it wasn't me. <laughs> like, like, oh, right. the house is caught on fire. Isn't the right. flow kid out there? Like, yeah, but flows, he's on live right now. He didn't do it. Right. Like, that's how I was thinking. Like, all right, I don't know what's going to happen in these next couple of days, but you don't know my involvement wasn't this. Right. Because we're, we're yeah. both in the corporate world and CYA is definitely a thing. You always cover your ass. It's like, yeah. yeah. So you can see, this is where I am. There's the house mm-hmm. burning down there. As you can see, this is me the dancing. flames are there. <laughs> this is live. This is not recorded <laughs> later. <Yeah. laughs> it's like, you can see me. Um, so, <laughs> so you had your chair. And yep. then I noticed that a couple of gentlemen um, started coming up. Were they out there with you? Uh, yeah, some some people started to gradually come. Like in the beginning, I want to say the most people we had out there was close to like 35. It's okay. like on all sides of the house. Mm-hmm. But that was like in the very beginning. That yeah. was when like people like kind of latched onto it. Some for good reasons, some for not so good reasons. Yeah. But then as time went on, Maybe like consistently after a month, it was myself, uh, a man on Twitter named Lawrence, who's like 52, mm-hmm. uh, a guy that we call Flagman, because he, he has a Pan-African flag. Oh. Have you ever seen a picture of that? Oh, yeah. It's like we was just going by oh, nicknames. Yeah. He was going by nicknames. was like, yo, Flo, it's Lawrence, that's Flagman. Uh, this guy named uh, Andrew, we call him Android, because he has an Android. Oh boy. And, uh, <laughs> oh boy. and then uh, my god sister Sable mm-hmm. is calling her Juicy because she sells juices. She's called Juicy for some other reason. I'm like, wait. No, no, she sells, oh, like, okay. Like, like kale smoothies and whatnot. Oh, well, okay. Come on, come on juice. Like, green, green juices. Right? Call Flag Man. He got a flag. Yeah, man. Like, it was as the simplest nicknames I could think of, right? So, so yeah, that was that was the crew ninety eight percent of the time. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, the, when the news picked it up, of course, they were showing pictures of like a whole bunch of people, et cetera, et cetera. And I never once tried to correct anybody. Mm. Like, shout shout to the Crips. We dapped up. We exchanged information. Like, hey, if you need anything, we could be here in five minutes. Mm. But they know how their perception is. So the idea wasn't for them to be parked up every single night. Because mm. they know that's going to bring attention from the police. They're going to expect us to be doing something that we're not. So this was just us exchanging information. But then even the news was like, Flo, a local crip, protects Jennifer for X amount. I'm not, Wait a minute. I, I did I see that. I did see like, that. And I was like, huh. I'm not a crip. I'm and you're like, crip. no, 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 <laughs> no. No, no, no. I'm from a blood neighborhood. So I got to explain that. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, him. So, uh, Flo, heard you got a, hmm, you something you want to tell us? <laughs> like, no. no. Not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> like, no, no, not, not really. I- I'm good. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, I mean, I don't, 
a lot of headlines I saw. As long as they were positive, I didn't correct them. Because mm-hmm. I want I want to keep that narrative. Because yeah. the story would suck if I would have told you some nights it was just me and Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I don't that don't hold the same weight as flow Crips and a whole bunch of black men and women come to protect this person. Mm-hmm. I'm just like keep whatever positive narratives about the story you got. Because right. that's how it gains more traction. News wouldn't care if we were just two guys sitting outside or three guys or four guys. Take whatever you need to make this story blow up, and I'm cool with it. Yeah. Because you saw a few, of the, I saw some of the protest videos back in like, I think July and August, and it was like, yeah. oh, this is a movement, not a moment. Yeah. And I, I think that's the, that's, I think sometimes, especially now, because outside is closed <laughs> until yeah. further notice, that a lot of movements have turned into moments. Yeah, and yeah, so it, that, and, it and, definitely and, was and, a moment. Yeah, and it's like it, it's kind of hard to will yourself to be like, this is not a moment for me. This is a movement because something needs to change. It's like one, she's not safe and she's not okay. I think the other thing that I picked up on when you were talking to the guys on the podcast was you're talking about the demographic in the neighborhood, and I said, yeah. oh, oh, so there's another discussion. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different discussion because a lot of people and I know they hate when I bring that up. Yeah, I, I think I hate it's... y'all too. <laughs> I, don't I can think... talk. I'm not there no more. I can talk. <laughs> They're like, don't care. What? And it's like, I'm yeah. not, it's like, I am not surprised because I know about how respectability really works. Mm-hmm. It's like, and how that really is ingrained in all of us. And it's something that you have to unlearn. But there's a lot of people who either they're like, look, I'm not trying to mess up my kind of mess up what I have here. Or look, you ain't going to embarrass us from these white people. Why you got all these crips in our neighborhood? Why you got these people in our neighborhood? You're going to embarrass us from the white people. I'm like, baby, white people are actually harassing her. How? Y'all do realize this is not how this works. And they also harassed them, which made it even weirder. It was, like, it was just like, y'all all, have, y'all all have a story about this one house. Mm-hmm. You don't think she had one too? Like... And she was, but oh, yeah. it's, it's like weird to say she was by herself, but she also had a small child that yeah. they didn't care about. I mean, I don't know if it's just like a New York thing, but a lot of people, it's a lot of people who just mind their business. And I get it because when you were raised, like my mom told me, like, hey, mind your business. But mm-hmm. we say, your parents say that as a safety precaution. Like yeah. they don't want you to run out there and be a hero. Yeah, it's honorable, but mm-hmm. I could lose my child because my child decided to do something honorable. So I understand the mindset of someone just saying, hey, I just go to work, I come home, I go to sleep, I feed my kids, et cetera, et cetera. I don't have time to worry about what's going on across the street. Mm-hmm. But hey, one day that can be your daughter across the street going yeah. through this. So you can't even like, I, I understand the mindset of minding your business, but there's no progress in that either. Correct. It's like, I don't know where we would be if people just minded their business. Yeah, a lot of people of had to stick their neck out. They had to like they had to get bashed in the head like John Lewis. They had to like watch friends die. They had to go without just because it's like I, this is enough. It's kind of like it takes we'll enough. Be on the back of the bus, right? It's like uh, <laughs> I was like, man, listen. So to watch what Jennifer did is just like, yeah, I've tried everything else. Let me try something different because obviously yeah. what I was doing before wasn't working. So it was like, man, oh man, I, I don't even know how to even wrap my brain around it because I think for for a lot of people, they're like, I don't know if I would have done that because again, everybody's Ooh. not on board with this. They're like, no girl, what are you doing? 
Well, do something. Right. It's like uh, I tell people it don't gotta be. It don't gotta be. A, I wanted this to be drastic and dramatic mm-hmm. because I feel like that's when people get the point. Yeah. Because after people say, "Okay, you've been here a month. You can leave." Why do you? You can say that comfortably because you sleep comfortably at your house. Correct. Like you can't dictate when we leave. Mm-hmm. And it was like it, it was like two sides of the coin. It was either it was like, "Yo, he's for real," or "Yo, y'all can leave now." You proved mm-hmm. your point. It's not. Mm-hmm. It was never about proving the point. It was about getting what we wanted. Yeah. Safety for this woman. Justice for this woman. Yeah. I can't control the justice part because I'm not on legal team. So, but I can pr- control the, the the protection part, and that's what we did. Yeah. And she's so, good. She's not gonna have issues. Good. Uh, th- thank, thank God. I just. Oof. I am in Maryland, so I am right outside of D.C., and I remember seeing the video of the boys, the young men, some of them adults, throwing a girl in a dumpster, and I yeah, was I seen mortified, that. and I said, yeah. why, is, why is this okay? It's like, the, it just shook me, because one, we can add colorism into it, it's a whole other discussion, mm-hmm. but believe me, it's mm-hmm. not lost on me, this is a dark-skinned Black girl. Yeah. It's not lost on me that Toyin was a dark skinned black girl. Yeah. It's like it, it's not it's not lost on me. So and it shouldn't be. It shouldn't right, be it's lost. Like, shh, this is just it's it's so many layers to a lot of things that's mm-hmm. honestly some of these things are in house problems that we yeah. have to work on. Um outside of the white gaze, but it's kinda hard to do anything outside of the white gaze. We can't even do black Twitter outside of the white gaze, y'all. So <laughs> it's like everything is under the white gaze. <sighs> I just mm, um, right. Unfortunately, I was like, we can't, we can't hear nothing, can we? Uh, party's over, party's party's over. Break it up, break it up. We gotta go, we gotta go. We gotta stop planning in public. That's my whole thing. I don't like mm-hmm. planning in public. Like we've all heard about the secret meeting between Malcolm X and Martin Luther King before mm-hmm. he died. Mm-hmm. None of us actually know where it was at. We don't mm-hmm. have any excerpts. All we heard is that Martin finally came over and said. You may have been right. And I felt like I led my people into a burnability, uh, burning uh, building with this whole equality stuff. That's the only thing we know is that Martin was about to join forces with Malcolm. Mm-hmm. But we don't know anything else. And I think yeah. that's the way we have to move because it's like, even down to like marches, if you still believe in marches and you still want to march, we've been marching my generation for like 10, 12 years. In this time frame, you don't mean to tell me that you ain't created an email system or something to where we can all know where the march is at without posting. You guys yeah. are posting marches and the cops are meeting you there. The cops are setting up before you even get there. They're there before you. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Because on social media, it's like you got a picture, a location, and a hashtag. Yeah. All right, yeah. Let's, let's plan a little better. Yeah, because I still remember what happened. You remember back in June with the black boxes on Instagram? And those young women, they said, this is what we wanted to happen. And that's not what happened. And they're like, okay. And then they were like, if you do this, it's going to force all of the Black Lives Matter hashtags down if you do that. It's kind of like they had to do um, damage control because the the message got muddled so quickly. I was like, I thought this is what they were trying to say. And then you see so many other things because, because there's the not messages a clear network. Offline. Yeah, it's I like it's not clear network. Yeah, there's and not. There's no more. There's no more time for symbolism. Yeah, it's no like, more time for figurative language. It's like, all right, black boxes is cool. 
Like, it's like we all want to come on one accord to do something on social media. Mm-hmm. What if you would have said, hey, we all going to be right here on this day? There's way more of an effort to say everybody pick the, the town hall in your local, in, your, in the city that you're in, mm-hmm. everybody go to your town hall. Imagine if you've seen it, all 50 states, every black person went to their town hall. That would look massive. That would do way more than just saying, we're all going to post a black picture. Because guess yeah. what? Plenty of people, you got plenty of people who's like, oh, influencers, we're white. The same, oh, that's what we're doing today? Having no idea what it's for. I'm going to post this picture of a black square. Yeah. We show them. <laughs> we, we show right. the world. Right. Execution is planning and execution is everything. Yeah. Yeah, because like uh, it needs to be more structure, but that's what happens with a lot of things recently with movements. It gets muddled and it gets the, the narrative gets changed. It's like, okay, so that's not what we were talking about. That's not what this famous. is for. Yeah, it's like, I just, I'm, I'm doing it because I want to be seen. See, I'm like, see, I like you, black people. I'm here. I'm like, yeah. My, my theory is like when you go to the, the old civil rights leaders, they became famous because they were good at their jobs. And I feel like nowadays, people, people just want to get famous and aren't good at their jobs. Yeah. Like you haven't proven to be a leader. You haven't been proven to be an organizer or someone that can conduct change. Mm-hmm. You've just proven that you can be in the front of the line or taking pictures. And it's just like, what do we really want at the end of the day? Yeah. Like, how, like, how can we move this? How can we move the needle? It's like, it, it can't just be, I want to be famous. I'm like, yeah, that that's not, that's not how this works. It's kind of like, <laughs> this is hard work. You're going to have to be the person in your car eating a pizza when yeah. nobody else is seeing you. Because yeah. that really shows who you are as a person. I literally, speaking of pizza, I literally was cracking up where you're like, Hi, what, wait, why are you bringing me a pizza? Like, what just happened here? I said, oh, <laughs> He's like, we see, we bad. see what you're doing. <laughs> I felt bad. I said, I said, I was making fun of him in the video. I was like, who this fool on the bike? It's like three. He's like going. He was circles. on a bike. Yes. Oh my god. That's bike man. That's bike man. We call him bike man. We started calling him bike man. I was like, who this fool on a bike at like two thirty in the morning, riding in circles with a with a light that's shining. And then he pulled to the side of my car, which I don't like. <laughs> Do not right. pull up on the side of my car. Was, you were like, what's up, man? I was like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how threatening you could be on a bike, but I've seen some things. Right? Mm. So he was just like, yo, man, on behalf of the people of Valley Stream, you know, we get his pizza. I was like, oh, he did that several nights, mm. several different nights. Until I think he realized how expensive that is because <laughs> it slowed down. Like, Wait, where was he getting the pizza from? <laughs> I guess he was like going to like a CVS or a 7-Eleven because it started with DiGiorno. Oh, okay. And after a while, the last pizza he got me was great value, which was surprisingly very, very good. The one for Walmart? Probably. Y'all better not sleep on the Walmart stuff. Some of that stuff is like, ooh, this is good. Yeah. So he must have been like getting them and throwing them in the oven and then coming to give it to me. But like I saw saw the price go down. I was like, yeah, it's hitting you. It's COVID. <laughs> it's like, pandemic pizza. Not pandemic pizza. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, I said, yeah, it's getting expensive. Oh my God. Like, it's cool, bro. I'm fine. I but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, pandemic pizza. But the fact that someone was like, so you didn't even know, man, these yeah. nicknames are killing me. Bike man. <laughs> Bike 
man that that has to i don't know i don't even know how i feel somebody walking to my car I'm like i brought you a pizza wait a minute what is in this pizza what if i'm Everybody allergic saying, like, don't eat the pizza i said listen i am hungry <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said none of y'all in this chat have bought me pizza i'm gonna have to take my chances it's like unless you're gonna bring me some crazy four. bread and a, a little caesar's pizza you better like leave me alone <laughs> yeah like he's doing his he's doing his best i didn't die Oh, Thank well, you. well, you're here to talk to me. You're talking exactly. to others, so it's like, well, okay, I guess he, it's not um, that kind of pizza. It's not the Michael Jordan pizza, so you're yeah. good. <laughs> it's good pizza. So, I know that you were doing, like, <laughs> sundown to sunup, it seems like, but you went from, like, 6 to 6 P to 6A, and then you're like, I got to change some of this. They're like, yeah, you, you you can't come straight from work and do this. So where was the point where you're like, let me change my schedule a little bit? I mean, I didn't change it by much. It started coming at 7 or 8. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> people thought, I was like, no, I'm just going to change it by an hour. Because it was just like, let me, let me be home for hours. <laughs> just like stretch. Like, wow. So I wasn't even doing much. I was like, all right. It felt the same as coming to six, but mm-hmm. I was like, I'll do seven, seven thirty, eight. Mm-hmm. But I, it was, it was cool. Like it was, it was still tiring. It was all the same. <laughs> oh I was difference or not? Right. Oh goodness! It's like I, I don't. So during the overnights, did you see anything that was other than Bike Man and that pizza? I still can't get over this. I'm like you and this. <laughs> pizza why is he bringing you a pizza on a bike i'm like what is this what is he lived on the block that's why oh okay he could have walked it oh see i feel like see i feel like the bike is probably better because if he was walking around with a pizza he'd be like what are you doing walking around with a pizza that you just took out your house in the oven (laughs) so the overnights give me a little bit about how how did you do the overnights Coming from like working all day to the, like keeping watch overnight, I can only imagine like the, the amount of not sleep you're getting. Uh, so in the first 40 days, I don't know how I was doing it. Afterwards, I started passing out a little bit. Not for long, but my thing is the guy, Lawrence, who was with me, mm-hmm. I mean, he, he was on furlough and he eventually, you know, lost his job, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I told him, I said, hey, you have the power to sleep all day. Mm-hmm. Do it for me. Do it. Mm-hmm. So at least if I accidentally fall asleep tonight for an hour or two, we still got eyes. Yeah, we kind of create like a little nap system. Like, all right, let me get two hours and you watch the house. I'm gonna be right here in my car, though. Mm-hmm. and you know I set my alarm. I wake up and I'm back at it. But mm. in the first forty days, I got accredited to like adrenaline. Mm. I was just like, because my head is already on a swivel. I'm like. People kept saying, how can you not sleep? I said, because I don't know when's a good time to. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I'm literally, I'm already a sitting duck. I don't want to be a sleeping one. Right. So I'm just up, walking around, drinking Gatorade, just <laughs> Uncrustables. <laughs> Shout out to the team. Oh my God. Let me tell you something. Don't make me find out what you I said. You're going to DM me your address because I'm going to send you a box of Crustables, okay? Hey, man. <laughs> it's like, what man. You Jeez Louise! I, can- I, was, I don't know how I was up. I was just walking around, just active, jogging, like just oh lifting like little resistance bands and just resistance did- bands. Oh my! Yeah, Lawrence gosh. had bought some out there. Uh- 
And then being live on um, Instagram and Periscope, that kept me up too. Mm. So I'm like, all right, if I'm talking to people, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be up. I'll be up the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So, whew, other than talking to people on the live and you and Lawrence having your own little private exercise class, <laughs> what else happened during overnights? Were, and scared is not the word I want to use. Um, were you careful about the neighbors? Um, it's gonna sound dumb, but no, only mm. because at at that point, yeah, it'd be stupid. Like it's viral. Mm. Everybody knows where your house is at. Everybody sees me. Everybody sees me going live. It's mm-hmm. an open case. Everyone has lawyers at this point. Like I said, they have to see YA as well because. If you do something, the whole world's gonna see it. Right. Like they're stupid, but they're not that stupid. So it was the so the dad dimed out the son and the son's it's the son's girlfriend. Yeah, I, that's what I heard. I heard when he because I remember the the cops would come every now and then. They was asking him, and he was like, "No, I never had an issue with her. Uh, he might have had some disputes. Uh, she might have had some disputes with my son, but never with me." Of course, they were going through the whole. I love black people. You know, I support Black Lives Matter. Like, right. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> like, sure. Like, sure. <laughs> right. That's like, a, what does Black Lives Matter mean? You know. Name name a black person <laughs> other than Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> like, name name some black people. You you don't know any. And don't name any athletes. That doesn't help. Don't name any athletes. You could probably get that wrong. <laughs> like, Robin Thicke. Like, no. <laughs> He's not black. <laughs> Man, they say Robin Thicke, I will scream. It's like, you? It's like, come on, y'all. I just, gosh. So I guess now, do you feel like Jon Snow and your watch has ended? Do you do you feel relief now? Um, I'm a little more happier in these interviews. <laughs> the first couple ones, it's just like, like asking me to do an interview at six where I'm actively doing this, like mm. in the middle of the 90 days, like I want some. I'm looking back and I'm somebody's, I'm like dead to the world. You're like, please stop talking. Please ask me yes one, or no questions. Yeah, it was one over the phone, like not Zoom. And I'm just like, sleep. Like I'm talking, like my eyes are like closed. I'm just like, yeah, Jennifer, that was messed up. Oh, God, you sound like Stephanie right now because that happens to me at night. I take <laughs> medicine to sleep and I'll be yeah. on the phone with people and they'll be talking. I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. girl, mm, that's Squirrels, terrible. Mm-hmm. Squirrels, <laughs> shit, all that. <laughs> Why are you trying to talk to me when I'm asleep? Well, I'm glad because you seem more jovial because once you said, when this is over, I'm going to get some sleep. I'm going to sleep for a month. I'm like, yeah, I can kind of understand why you would because like, uh, you haven't been getting sleep. <laughs> And people thought I was joking. I'm like, no. Like, I think I posted like my final picture in front of the house. Mm-hmm. I just wanted the street. I went straight to sleep. Mad compliments coming in, cash apps, all this stuff. I ain't know. I slept three times that day. <laughs> three times. You because uh, yeah, you earned the rest. Your watch was yeah. over. It's like yeah. uh, that. That's a lot. It's like, and a lot of people. <laughs> wouldn't do that and i will ask this did you and i know people reach out to you i was one of those people um Mm. 
but I'm pretty sure because I know we're growth grown, so I know Black Twitter well enough to know that there are people probably like, what you doing is for real, fool, man. What, what you getting? What you getting? And it's like, it's like, how did you respond to people like that? It's like, it's just like, fuck out of here. No, I, I told, I was telling the fellas out there, I said, yo, first couple of weeks, we're going to be nothing but cloud chases to everybody. Cool. I said, wait it out. Mm-hmm. What can you really say at 90 days? Because you wouldn't do that. Correct. It got to, it got to the point people was like, all right, yeah, he, he real for that. That's real. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like you can drive by and see us. Like, don't do a drive-by, but like, you, can, you can stop by. Like, people were like, oh, wow, you are really here. I said, yeah, what did y'all think this was? It's not a, I'm not periscoping from a production set. Like, I didn't take a picture of a house and paste it behind me. Like, I'm here. Yeah. Like, literally here. So, I, when, it, when it got to a certain point, I want to say when we got to, like, 50 days, 50 or 60 days, I don't know why it took that many people to believe it. They were just like, yo, he's for real. Like, we got to get behind this. This brother is doing the right thing. He's not just talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I also made it an emphasis. If you ever noticed around that time, I would post a picture of the house every day at six in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then I made sure whatever I talk about next is the most random thing you ever heard of. Because I don't want to talk about this all day. To me, that seems like I don't want to be the guy who's just talking about it. I'm just going to do it. And mm-hmm. I'm going to live my, then I'm going to go to work. Mm-hmm. He was having R&B debates the whole day. <laughs> You would never guess that, like, this dude was just outside for 13 hours. So did like, you, right, cool. any I'm, of your co-workers know that you were doing this? Yeah, a couple knew. Okay. A couple knew. <laughs> but it wasn't like, you didn't get pulled into the office by your superiors. Like, so can we discuss what's going on? Yeah, my, um, my black boys did, but he, he <laughs> held it down. He was just like, yo, they, he said they legally can't do anything. And the funny <laughs> thing is, I work, I work for Nassau County. So to go against Nassau County and you work for them, like my job has ties to Nassau PD. Mm. So it was just like, he was just like, hey, he said, what pretty much what he told me was along the lines of they know they'll have, because they, they saw me to them, they have to, to them, I have some sort of power. Mm-hmm. So they know if they got rid of me and I said anything about it, mm-hmm. they feel like they was going to have a march in front of that job. So he was just like, yo, they can't fire you for this. You're not doing anything. Like, as long as you're not doing it in your work shirt, you should be good. Right. He was just like, yo, just be on time. I wasn't <laughs> a lot of the time. Like, but when he saw I was running real late, he was just like, I remember I was like right at the exit, like 45 minutes late coming mm-hmm. in. He called me. He said, keep going. I said, I must have got fired today, right? He's like, nah. He was like, I told him that you, um, that you wasn't feeling good. You took a COVID test. Mm. So you can like stay home for a couple of days. Mm. Like, he would do stuff to like look out. Oh, I told him that you had a vacation day today. Like mm. so, he, that's what the importance of like, I guess, black nepotism. <laughs> Just like, hey, you black, I'm gonna look out for you. And that's what he was doing. Can't say his name. Can't sell to you, whoever you might be, black man mm. in power. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as somebody who's in corporate and also you know in. A place <laughs> that knows policies for jobs, yeah, yeah, can definitely tell you. There's a lot of policies that jobs are written in a way that will allow loopholes. I mean, it sucks yeah. because that's how a lot of people get to discriminate, and it's within policy because it's so 
broad. But also yeah. that can work in your favor if you have somebody who actually is like, yeah, I know how this works. And mm-hmm. we'll figure this out. I wanted out. to get fired. I was waiting for it. I was really waiting for it. I was just like, really? like and I was one of the people. I said, it's coming. It's coming, y'all. Get ready, y'all. It's coming. But your boss was correct. It's like, no, that would be a PR nightmare to fire you for this. So, yeah. they. The worst. I, I, I wanted that. I wanted that so bad at one point. I could sleep. Like, like, do you want to deal with a rejuvenated me? Like, mm. I could do, I could do thirteen hours, like nothing, if I could sleep. Mm. I would be, I'll be dancing in that yard. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> sleep, I would have made. I would have. I'd still be there. She's not even there. I would still be there if I could sleep. With no job, please, <laughs> please believe me. <laughs> 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 like, are you kidding me? I can do this standing on my head at this point. I've done it for 90 days. I, I can do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just let me sleep. <laughs> he was like, yo, why not do 100? I said, you go do the last 10. <laughs> like, this like, wasn't it. about the number. <laughs> it wasn't about the number. It's to, like, when she is safe, when the system that we have in place, as janky and fucked up as it can be, actually is in place and does what they need to do for this woman, then I can rest. But right now I just can't. So when, and I think this is specifically for black men, because I think they need to see examples like this of just doing the right thing because it's the right thing to do. Not because you can get notoriety, not because, you know, you're not simping for pussy, which that's a whole nother thing. Um, But just trust me. (laughs) It's like to see that example of just doing the right thing. If you could tell a young man that's like 25, if they said, man, why did you really do this? Because you know how some people are like, no, I did it because this. No, no. Why did you really do this? What would you tell them? Because I seen something happening and I wanted to do something. And and if anybody who was thinking about doing something like this, just think about longevity. Longevity Mm -hmm. tells you a lot. I can question the motives of somebody for a week. I can question your motives for two weeks, maybe even a month. But to give up three months of your life to do something, that should tell you everything. And you watch me every step of the way, turn down money. Turn Like, people don't know the things that I turn down. Mm. Like, consistently, to this day. Like, I've only put my cash app up because people were literally begging like it was a every like if I showed you my DMs, it's just like yo, what's your cash app? Nah, I'm not giving it to you. No, no, I know you're telling them that you're not giving it to them. But what about me? I said you the same. I don't know <laughs> like what I know you, you I know you told Calvin, but this is Charlie. What is yeah, your like, cash app? <laughs> that was the wild part. Like y'all, y'all people were like, oh maybe it's dollar sign filter for now. Dollar sign this money. It was literally just my name. <laughs> Right. It was just like, it's Anthony so simple. Harada, it's like, it's, like, it's so see, simple. You had, had three months to not get this right. Like, right. It's like, but I, yeah, I, I would just tell a 25 year old man just morals and principles. That's what I, I constantly preach morals and principles. Do it because it felt right, because it was the right thing to do. You're not always going to get a reward. You're mm-hmm. not always going to go viral. You're not, you're not going to gain a lot of followers all the time, but you're going to have peace of mind for yourself and the person that you protected. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that really should be it. But I think our society is so set up transaction, transactionally. So it's like, you gotta, 
if you're going to do something, you got to get something out of it. And it's like, but what if I'm not getting anything out of it? Man, you're going to heaven. Right. <laughs> like I said, I'm like, that could be my reward. I, believe me, there are people who literally all they want is a well done. That's it. I'm like, I don't need anything else. It's like, because life is hard. And sometimes doing the right thing is a hard thing to do. It is. And money isn't everything. That's like, and usually rich people say that I'm not rich by any means, <laughs> right? <laughs> but it's like you, you really sit there. I saw that dashboard. Like, I don't believe you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. On the survey, I was like, oh wait, on the survey. You also uh, see that there's no rubber on some of the, the steering wheel at this point. It's, it's cold, like it's metal, <laughs> right? So, and y'all want to give me a new steering wheel? I appreciate it. Uh, they'll be like, oh, hold on, put, put, get your Amazon wish list together. Just put. See that's and the funny thing was that the, the Uncrustables thing. Shout out to the team. <laughs> the Uncrustables <laughs> thing. That's that was a joke. People don't realize that. I mean, if Uncrustables watching, but because <laughs> I'm wondering, I was like, where did the Uncrustable thing come from? I'm like, what? So we was we was on like Periscope or IG, and I was just mm-hmm. like, I had a box. Like I just wanted to see if he was getting random snacks that like you can mm-hmm. eat right now. So I'm eating there. I was like, yo, I ain't have this in years. I was making a joke. I said, Uncrustable is one of them snacks that you get when you mess with an older woman who got kids and there's like nothing in the fridge. Say, so, yo, get one of them Uncrustables. So it was a joke. And I was just, and somebody was just like, yo, he likes Uncrustables. And they started like, somebody made a video that, oh, it's a guy. His name is Flo. He's out there protecting Jennifer. Uh, send water. He likes Uncrustables. I'm like, I just made a joke. Like, I was just kidding, Somebody y'all. sent me a 50 pack. I didn't even know they had a 50 pack. Like, where did he get it from? He was taste testing him. I don't know where this guy came from. Shout out to him. Wow. He bought me a 50 pack. Yeah. Is, <laughs> that is so crazy. Wait, is it grape and strawberry for the Uncrossables? I've only seen, I feel like I've only seen the grape. So, they, yeah, it's grape, there's strawberry, and they got these three other flavors that I don't endorse. Uh, they got taco bites. They got like ham and cheese, what? and they got some other like. Yeah, yeah they, they're trying to venture off. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to get in the office and tell them stop. But they're trying to venture off. To... <laughs> it's like, like we we we, we moving away from strawberry peanut butter and jelly. What what we doing? <laughs> like... I'm, I'm gonna help them, man. I'm gonna help them. <laughs> See, I'm a. I'm a Lunchables person as opposed to a Crunchables oh, person. Me too. I probably can't say that publicly. Allegedly, I like I like Lunchables. <laughs> it's not alleged. I like them. It's like, send me the ham and cheese one. It's like, but I don't know. But super weird. But sometimes like, I can just eat a Lunchable and I'm good. I'm like, you get to cook. I'm like, no, I'm not eating no cold pizza. Just the ham and cheese with a little cracker. It's like, what are y'all doing? Why are y'all the eating? The pizza ain't bad. Really? You ever... If you ever heated it up, which no See, one does. See, that's the thing, the unheated part. I was like, wait a minute. Why are these kids going to eat cold, uncooked pizza? Kidding, why are you like, doing this to the kids? But he I didn't, I didn't like the whole, I like the whole finger pain aspect where you put your finger in the sauce and dip it around. Like, that like, is not sedentary. Well, oh, like, well, obviously, we can't get them kids knives. So he's like, y'all going to have yeah. to use your finger to spread the yeah. sauce. Spread the sauce. So I was the bologna and cheese type. I once went to camp and one of the lunches we had had cold chicken in it. Like, no. Like it cold in the middle of the whole thing. Like, whole thing was like ice cold chicken drumsticks. And I was just like, is this normal life? 
I'm like, the chicken wasn't bad. It's like, we're kids. We're going to eat it. But when yeah. I think back on it, I'm like, why were we eating cold chicken? <laughs> why why were we not eating sandwiches? We had sandwiches, but on that round, one <laughs> random day of the week, we would have cold chicken. And it was like, budget cuts. Who thought of this? But sure. What what the heck ever? Um, so do you feel like you and Jennifer are definitely going to keep in touch? And, and y'all, when I say this, I'm not saying it, it's like I'm trying to hook them up. Literally, it's like when you go through something like this, it's like, that means you start to care about that person as a person. And that, and that's what we have walked back from. Like, yeah, no, he, he must want something or she must want something. Or maybe she's just like really thankful that someone thought so much of her as a person. Because that kind of thing yeah. where you're harassed um, mercilessly, you start to question your own self-worth like... Maybe I'm like, no one's doing anything. Maybe it's because I'm not worth it. Cause that's what we don't say out loud to black women, but that's what we say to black women. <laughs> like you're not yes. worth protection unless you're doing uh, something else for me. Yeah. So I left, I left that house. My last day was October 9th. What's the mm-hmm. 22nd or something yeah. like that. What's, yeah. So mm-hmm. we spoke every day. We spoke every day since I left every mm-hmm. single last one today as well. Like, Good. Like you said, you don't. You just don't sit outside somebody's house for three months and then like, oh, I'm about, I'm going. I feel like you couldn't. It's like, yeah, I, I feel like you couldn't. It's, you at least give them three months of conversation. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Something. Right. It's gotta be something. We we gotta have versus battle arguments. But like we gotta do something. Yeah. We can't just like you're the reason why I get hit up all day. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> she was adamant. She's like. No, I know he said he doesn't want his cash, but I'm gonna put it up, and this is what it he, is. And he you put it like, like every day, <laughs> like every day. I'm just like, because it's like it's kind of like you, you, you demonstrated that to her. It's kind of like if she thought something was off, because we do this uh-huh. too. She she wouldn't have done that. She'd be like, eh, no, mm-mm, something's off. I'm like, yeah, sure, uh-huh. but I'm gonna keep you. You saying you're doing this, but I'm gonna keep you at a arm's length but once you when people show you who they are you believe them believe the first time my angel (laughs) man that that quote really fucks some people up sometimes they're like what you mean i'm like yeah she said the first time they're like (laughs) oh i'm like yeah yeah the first time not after three different times she said i didn't even know that much yeah it was like yeah, I got the chance to see her before she passed. I think she had an event wow. in D.C. and went with my mom. And it was just like, we were in the balcony. And it was just like, wow, this is Maya Angelou. Goddess. It's like, right. It's like one of those things where you can see your greats. Um, and you just, I, I'm at this point where I'm like, I never got to see Luther Vandross in concert. And I'm like, that's one of the things where I'm like, y'all have no idea how much I love Luther <laughs> Vandross. But I, I got to see Stevie. Stevie. Yeah, I got to yep. see Stevie. Man, uh, you know this man is bad when he has a tour that is only one album. Crazy. People are like, jeez Louise. I'm like, man. This... And every song I knew, because, well, Songs in the Key of Life is that life. bitch. <laughs> you know what's crazy? For, I don't know if it was like my, just me being steadfast in my beliefs. Mm-hmm. For the longest, my favorite Stevie Wonder album was Hotter Than July. Right, mm. mainly because Rocket Love was like my favorite song ever. Like, if I had to make like a top ten, Rocket wow. Love was probably two or three, if not one. Wow. 
So I, oh, so one day I was just like, you know, people kept saying, Stevie Wonder, Souls of Key Life. I know the album, but I always love Holiday in July. So one day I played both of them back to back, and I said, man, this ain't even close. <laughs> like, <laughs> Songs of the Key of Life is like every song was like a hit. It was like, this is the whole time on your feet. Like, this is just one out. It's like, I didn't even, like, I knew the name of the tour and we just went. And then when I left, I'm like, he only sung songs from one album. This Sounds is like a greatest crazy. Hits. It's like, this is one album, y'all. It's like, this is, this is so nuts to me. It's like, another person on my list is Elton John. Another person is Usher when they open up outside when he gets to Vegas. I'm like, it's about damn time. I, saw, like, I saw him. I saw Usher once. You did? Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it was at uh, the Barclays Center. I didn't even have good seats, but it was like, he did like two hours, then did an encore for like an hour. He was what? like, he was wilding. Like he, he was doing everything. Like, matter of fact, he did three hours and I said, damn, he still didn't do these 20 songs or like these 10 songs. Like I knew, I was like, I was waiting for certain songs that never came, but he, he did his thing on that. I ain't going to lie. See, you saying that, this is why I will like, I'm on my little soapbox. I'm like, let me tell y'all something. Christopher could never, Christopher Brown <laughs> could never, I need y'all to stop doing this. I'm like, that is not his contemporary. Don't. It wouldn't do be this. a blowout. It, it wouldn't be a blowout. It wouldn't. Oh, I'm, I'm saying it wouldn't be. I'm like, it wouldn't be close. I'm like, I don't, I, I, I like Chris's bops. I do. I do. But baby, I grew up on Usher Raymond the Fourth. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, y'all, I hear y'all, but no, no, God, no. It's like, I can't even, I'm like, verses are just <laughs> some things that I'm just like, the versus battles have been good for me, but the ones that have touched me have been one, the women, and also uh, Babyface and Teddy. That was the one I was like, y'all have no idea how much I love Babyface, but I also love Teddy. But I was like, yeah. Babyface is going to dog walk him, but yeah. Teddy got jams, okay? <laughs> like I, Oh, jam. It's like, man, listen, I'm like, <laughs> dumb, the fact that both dude. of them work with Michael Jackson, I'm like, girl, that, y'all. Yep. Oh. And we're talking about music, but let's talk about your music, Flo. Mm -hmm. Tell me about your music, sir. Uh, It's pretty much just a reflection of me. Everything I'm thinking, everything I'm doing. Mm. I'm not talking about anything I'm not doing. And and the funny thing is, like, when y'all hear what's coming next, Mm -hmm. it's going to seem planned. And I'm kind of scared for that. Only because... Yeah, I mean, but I got receipts. I could show you when everything was recorded. I got songs from 2018. I got songs mm. from November, January. Like I have a song called The Black Woman is God that was recorded in January. Wow. And when you hear it, it's going to sound like, oh, that's why this nigga did this. Let me, <laughs> let me get ahead of everybody when I say this. If you think I risk my health for three months for some kind of rollout, you're stupid. Please, <laughs> like, it's like, uh, shh. Absolutely not. And that's, like, and that's, and that's that. why I purposely said, I said, yo, I'm going to space things out. I said, you're not going to hear no music till like December. Mm. Give me a month of just like, I don't want anything to seem like, yo, people say, yo, you drop it, uh, you leave on October 9th, drop something on the 10th. Why? I want yeah. everything I do to be far associated from this. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I want y'all to know my intentions very clearly. Like, when I didn't take money during the process, Mm-hmm. I didn't want people to think that I did it for money. Like when yeah. I started turning down donations, it's not because I wasn't hungry, it's because I work a nine to five. I can still take care of myself. But the guys who need juices and water and food, I was buying them stuff too. They don't even know that. 
they just assumed it was like people dropping on stuff. Mm-hmm. There was plenty of nights where it was like I got there before them, mm-hmm. dropped off a whole bunch of snacks. And they're like, oh, Flo, look, somebody dropped those snacks. I said, word. Mm. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> that word. That yeah, word. I'm one of the few it always fucks working. people up. You go, what? <laughs> like, I'm still working. I could I could do this. I'm not I'm not struggling. I'm not in a good spot, but I'm not. Yeah, because, I mean, it's I'm a blessing right. to be working, especially during all of this, when people are, yeah. like, losing jobs left and right. Yeah, the people around me were. The people who was out there were mm. losing their jobs. So it was just like, all right, I'm still making some kind of money. It's not a lot, but it's enough to where mm. I can get a snacks on a nightly basis. Yeah. So that's what I did. Yeah. That's pretty dope. <laughs> that is That is really dope. I had, because they probably were like, oh, my God. The snack fairy just walked up. You're like, yeah, the snack fairy just walked up here. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> just, just, just seeing us, just seeing us. Well, I definitely am going to be on the lookout for your music. Thank you. So I like, I like honesty. It's like I am. My friends joke because I always say like I'm not the biggest fan of the hippity hops, and I'm saying that because <laughs> I'm Auntie Age. If you're like, what? I'm like, y'all know it's funny. I'm like, it is funny when you say it. I'm like, it is, you know, because I'm funny. Yeah. Um, but there's some people I just enjoy. Yeah. And I and. <laughs> There's some people I just don't enjoy, but for the most part, I, I enjoy understand. them. It's like I need you to be quiet and just make music for me. This is why yeah. Prince was so successful because yep. he didn't say anything. He just shut the fuck up and made music. He, why would y'all do that? You don't know that? much about him. You don't know much about. It's that, like man. you don't. Still to this day, it's like, wait, like what? Perfect. I'm like, this is how he. <laughs> that's how he lasted, y'all. This is how he lasted. Mm-hmm. Um, I think to wrap it on up, I just want to ask how your mental is what has this how how has self-care been doing for you i mean i know it's a buzzword because of quarantine but you're still doing a pandemic you're working through the pandemic and you're also doing this for 90 days so what has self-care been like for you what have you done to take care of yourself during the three months nothing (laughs) like honestly (laughs) after is i'm i'm gradually like I'm, I'm still going to uh, seek therapy. Hopefully, sometime next week, I want to start that. Good. I just hate the fact that it has to be always on. Like I, I wanted my first uh, therapy experience to be in person, in person. but it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. But I mean, during the whole thing, I was so adamant, like, yo, I'm going to get therapy. I know I'm needed right now. Mm-hmm. Now having some time to like rest and recharge your batteries and whatnot. It doesn't feel as necessary, but I still know it's necessary, so I still will seek it. Yeah. Uh, just getting back to working out. There's a lot of bad habits were obtained during this time. No sleep and bad food will mess up whatever progress you thought you made mm-hmm. at some point in the year. So just getting, just getting back to, to regular life, whatever that is. Maybe, maybe this will be my regular life. So I'm just... <laughs> Getting used to compliments. Lord knows I hate them. Is y'all should see his face. He's like, oh my God, please stop commenting me. I'm like, look, I'm just he wants like, to hide in his sweatshirt right now. Like, oh God, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right, it, it, all right. Because it gets to the point where it's just like you understand it, but I don't want to mm-hmm. feel like I'm putting other men down. Cause some of the comments are like, I have never seen a man do something like this. You are a man's man. Other men should look up to you. I'm just like, yo, I know it's a man back there behind his communal like computer, like like cursing me out with a my picture on a dartboard just like man, i hate this name this dart stop this is like yeah because i, think, I don't want that 
It's the transaction no, part of relationships between black women and black men. It's kind of like that's unfortunately that what we've been taught, but black women have taught, but also black men have been taught. Not in like a straightforward way. Yeah. Because I, you know, I've had men in my life who are like, they want to show me things. I'm like, wait, why are you showing me how to do this? Literally, they said, because I don't want you depending on no man. And then we say, I'm like, uh, I'm like, okay. But as an adult, you're like, yeah, I can see why you said that. And so for a lot of men, it's like, it doesn't even compute to them for someone to like do what you did for three months Mm -hmm. and just do it. Not because you wanted something, but because it's just the right thing to do. Yeah. It's like it's like it doesn't even it doesn't even compute because they're like man no because for some odd reason and we ingrain it in each other that people aren't good <laughs> we look at our we look at our society we look at our communities and we just go people aren't good people people are so yeah. selfish. people aren't that good right people like, are good for the moment right it's like if you're saying I'm aware I mean even when you look at like for people pandemic and the mass they're like. It's disheartening when you see people like, no, like I know me wearing a mask would help, but I'm not going to do it because I don't, well, I don't want to help. <laughs> right. Like, what help. would that help? And I'm like, I have friends who have lost loved ones. Yeah. Not even related to this. And they can't even be, or they're like, they can't visit people in the hospital. They can't watch the children be born. I'm like, it, it's bigger than I don't want to. It's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure they didn't want to die either. They didn't want to lose. Yes. Like, there's a lot. It's like, for so many people saying that they believe and they're Christian and they're evangelical, they don't demonstrate it. And I'm like, I thought y'all served the same God I did. Mm-hmm. And love is a very, very big thing in the Bible. So yeah. I don't understand this. <laughs> it's like sometimes you just go, I don't yeah. get where y'all getting this from. Like, hmm, this is different. This is great. Yeah. Thanks. It's like, okay. <laughs> that you're not doing what it says but yeah sure but um wow i am just I, I, he hates compliments y'all he really does he's gonna he's gonna make a face like please stop please don't but i enjoyed this time with you i know it's over zoom i'm someone who has been in therapy for years sometimes it feels mm-hmm. like it's one of my longest relationships so i get the zoom because when my therapy appointment started over zoom i was like how is this gonna work and it feels yeah. weird because you're not in the room with the person, but because I had already had a pre-existing relationship um, with her that it's like, oh, okay, I can do this, but I can understand your trepidation. Like, wait, yeah. how am I going to be able to be myself? I will tell how you. How are you going to fill me out, you know? Right. I will tell you, she is like my third or fourth therapist because one, sometimes, some people can get like go to one therapist and they have one therapist forever. I had to go through some therapists because my first therapist was a white woman who wanted to put me on antidepressants and she only spent like 40 minutes with me. I'm like, yeah, I'm not coming back to you. <laughs> it's like, I don't. So it's kind of like, you also have to be kind to yourself in this process because finding a therapist is like, it's a relationship because they, they got to be like, black. They got to be black. I'm yeah. not, it's not even like no racism involved with it, but it's you just like. going to understand. I want somebody who's uh, empathetic and not sympathetic. And I feel like, yeah, and I feel like you won't be able to relate to what I'm going through if you're not black. Sorry, not sorry. You, can, I don't want somebody to feel bad for me. Cause I feel like the same person who who gave you want to offer you antidepressants feels bad for you. It's like it's not because I'm depressed. It's because 
life for us is messed up at times. Yeah. And there's I need also you to levels. coach me through that. Yeah. yeah. There's levels to depression. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it doesn't have to be just like either not depressed or on antidepressants. Like, baby, there are yeah. levels to this. So, yeah. um, I will give you an, I will give you a person a suggestion. So it's two suggestions. The first is, uh-huh. um, the podcast therapy for black girls. Cause she keeps uh-huh. a running like directory of therapies, therapists. The other person I would suggest the other um, podcast is, um, the captain's couch is hosted by Byron who actually is a therapist. Okay. So you can always reach out to Byron. Um, I can actually, I'll send you his Twitter handle and definitely reach out to him because he may have some suggestions. And like, yeah, and basically to give you some expectations of therapy because sometimes there are days where therapy is hard. Sometimes you're like in a knot and you're like crying in therapy. And other times, like, girl, girl, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's just talk about life. And you got to have that ebb and flow. And I just want something. I definitely encourage every black person to get therapy whether you're like diagnosed with a any kind of mental illness or not Mm. it's fucking hard being black in this country or any fucking country like we're looking at nigeria and it's like this is unheard of to me yeah so it's like it's it's just it's hard being black and believe me to not go into a murderous rage or like want (laughs) to choke a white person every time you see them or any non-black person yeah, you gotta have therapy because you gotta take care of yourself, and a lot yeah. of times in this like going through life for us, we're not kind to ourselves, which is why I tell everybody be kind to yourself. It's like this shit is rough, quarantine is rough. It's like it, it's you're doing amazing. They're like I don't feel like I am. I'm like you're still here, aren't you? You're doing amazing. Yeah, that's <laughs> <fair>. <laughs> yeah. I know my little soapbox. I'm just saying, but I will see an information for Byron and I'll okay. give you the link for therapy for black girls. I know it's like, it's a woman and she's talking about therapy because I want more black men in therapy. I really do. It's like, if I got to go, y'all got to go. Okay. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I agree. If I got to go, I y'all got to go. <laughs> but before we get out of here again, Anthony, thank you so much for being here. I'm serious about the crustables. I will see you the grape ones, because okay. I feel like you don't like the strawberry ones and this other ham and cheese shit. I'm like, first of all, <laughs> first of all, fuck you. And second of all, we're not doing that. I don't, yeah, I don't need to. I will go to the deli, okay? Give me some, bo- I'm not eating crustable ham and cheese. Girl. No comment. <laughs> That's me. Don't y'all Team. send him the ham. Send him. Don't, 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 don't let Stephanie deter y'all from I sending I actually him. think they're delicious. <laughs> Like no 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 me Stephanie said Anthony didn't say that y'all but um tell everybody um give everybody your Twitter handle and any other social media handles you want to give them so they can follow you find you find your music so we can get ready for December. All right, so you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. It's uh, Flow three four nine F L O W three four nine, and yeah, you can when I drop, you'll see everything posted on those two sites and where to find it at. I'm excited about this drop. I appreciate you, Anthony. Thank you so much for being here. No Guys, this is the Mocha Menace Podcast. I will be back. We will be in to November. November 3rd is coming. I was like, winter is coming. Y'all nope. get out and vote. Never mind. Let me, you know what? Nope. Let me shut up because I'm going I'm to I'm I'm get angry and I don't want to do that. Anthony's here. I can't do that when Anthony's here. <laughs> <laughs> But guys, this is the Mocha Men's Podcast. I'll be back next week. Bye!